0: We welcome uh, back to the program, what's become an annual tradition uh, here at uh, QATV is the superintendent and assistant superintendent of Quincy Public Schools, Kevin Mulvey and Erin Perkins. Welcome back. Joe. Great to see you. Thanks for having us back. Ah, pleasure. Uh, I look forward to this actually. (laughs) I really do every year because there's so much happening. And as I mentioned, 10,000 students Quincy Public Schools this year. Yes. Is that an increase, Kevin? It uh, is enrollment? an increase. It is. Yes,
1: and you know, it's probably an increase of about 150 to 200 kids. We were um, teetering on that 10,000 mark, and as of right now, we are at that point. So, okay,
0: is, yes. Is that more than it's been in recent years? Um, yes, absolutely.
1: It yep. Yeah. It's probably um, between 150 to 200 more uh, than the last couple of years so younger
0: kids older kids they're all um, over it's the- a mix right yeah. through the system okay. so which
1: is good for us because it, it helps us obviously to distribute that number throughout the system right rather than, than having it in one particular grade uh or um you know one particular school so um it has been evenly distributed throughout the district which is great
0: can you attribute it to anything in particular, the new development that's going on in the city or just an influx of immigrants or what, you know, what um,
1: you I think it's probably a little bit of both. Okay. Um, and um, I think also word is getting out to our communities with regard to how well our special edu- education programs are doing yeah. here in Quincy, uh, in relation to other surrounding cities and towns. Uh, our reputation with regard to special education is certainly something that people are being attracted to Quincy for as well as our other general education um it's obvious
0: the State Department of Education is taking notice because they featured the Quincy schools in that video absolutely
1: yeah Yeah. we were very happy to be invited to participate in the uh, back to school video for the entire state actually um and so uh, Mrs Perkins and other members of the SLT worked with them to put together the video Mrs mm-hmm. Perkins as you can see was a, a star of that uh, <laughs> show as well yes. so um so we're very proud of being invited and um actually very excited to see the uh, the video uh in in its completion stage
0: yeah so, yeah well yeah. we're pleased to uh, feature it in the community here at QE TV as well great um Aaron we should talk about COVID because you have been the COVID queen unfortunately mm-hmm. <laughs> for the past couple of years I know it's dominated um you know, your workload certainly Yeah. Uh, probably maybe a little less now than it has in a couple of years past.
2: Oh absolutely. Yeah. A lot less, Good. which is really, really nice. Yeah. So never in a million years did I think that <laughs> my expertise would become COVID. But um, you know, that that's what happened. But we're really excited that this year, for the most part, you know, we're we're very much back to normal, right. which is which is great. It's great for our kids, it's great for our families and definitely great for our nurses.
0: Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So no masks no testing
2: right yep no masks no testing we do have a a Ton, you know, I think over 18,000, mm-hmm. home test kits. So if families, you know, someone has symptoms or the nurse sends your child home because you have symptoms, the nurse can absolutely send home a home test kit, okay. you know, so that, that families can feel free to go ahead and do that. Um, and the only uh, regulations right now or the only requirements are that if you do test positive for COVID, that you would stay home as you mentioned earlier for 5 days and then when you come back to school your symptoms should be resolving and that you would wear a mask for 5 days if you were still testing positive.
0: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I checked the vaccination rate in the city it's it's over 80% and the booster yeah. rate is over 50%, so it's it's very high, you know, yeah. comparable with the state. Mm-hmm. Um, are you still working with Manit Health Center for vaccination clinics?
2: Yes. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah we,
1: yeah, we uh-huh. do. Yeah. We constantly partner with Manit. Manon has a great partner with us. Yeah. Um, they have been prior to COVID with regard to the flu shots, but they really stepped up during COVID with regard to the COVID vaccination process, as well as the flu vaccination right. process mm-hmm. now too. Uh, So we continue that partnership um, with Manit, and um, I should also mention that we received another um, 18,000 test kits yesterday Hmm. from the Health Commissioner, uh, who is receiving a large uh, shipment from the state, and we uh, obviously accepted those uh, just in case we need them. Um, Certainly if any family, as uh, Mrs. Perkins mentioned, needs them. Um, please let us know we'll make sure you get them. Every school has been allotted already a distribution of 12,000 and that's been spread throughout the district. So we have plenty of test kits available for people that need them. Um, and we will be partnering with Mana to set up vaccinations for those uh, students or families that may need them as well very
0: good all right we should talk about uh, some changes in staff uh, with that extra 150 or plus students you need more teachers right Kevin yes
1: so we have uh, we just completed our new teacher orientation last week Uh, we have approximately 80 new staff members uh, and that includes uh, obviously special education teachers nurses general education teachers health teachers uh guidance counselors uh, runs the gamut and um so uh those all those teachers are on board and ready to go and they are evenly distributed as well throughout the district um so it's not the highest level of uh, new teachers that we've ever had really certainly was high this year okay i think our highest level any given year was maybe seven years ago when we had a large number of retirees and that was around 125 oh okay so do you need more uh we definitely need um staff in key areas in particular bus drivers bus monitors and paraprofessional staff um, so if anyone is interested in applying for those positions or knows anyone that may be interested in these positions, please reach out to us uh, via our website or just call us directly and we'll be happy to have uh, those individuals in and uh, speak to them about the opportunities in those areas and other areas that they may be interested in the school department. Because um, particularly bus drivers and para- professionals, right now, it's a critical need for us.
0: Okay, not just here, but uh, nationwide, really. And right? that is so the
1: case statewide and yeah. nationwide as well, yes.
0: Sure. And I know, Aaron, you're talking about buses, you specifically wanted to talk about safety
2: yes yeah you know um, the bus drivers are really doing their best right now they are stretched very thin and so we are asking for everyone's patience as they you know get familiar with the routes, get familiar with their pickups and drop offs and then also you know I know the mayor mentioned it earlier but just bus safety you know there they are they do have to make stops and it is a very stressful thing for a bus driver to not only be um, you know making sure that the students get picked up by their appropriate adults um, but also then having to watch the cars on the other side you know when they put out that stop sign so we're just asking everyone to be patient and um, please heed the stop signs when those bus drivers put them out because they are really doing their best to keep our kids safe
0: sure i'm sure you're working with the police department in that role as well Uh,
2: absolutely and mike drakeo the director of transportation and security sure yep
0: Uh, see we're on the topic of security we should talk about some new staff in the security uh, division Kevin.
1: yes we have um, thanks to the mayor and the school committee we've added uh, three additional security guards to um, increase our security staffing at the two high schools so we'll have a complement of seven security guards at Quincy High and a Five at North Quincy High okay. um, and uh, the ratio of course uh, the difference in the numbers is based on the footprint of each school and uh, the need for additional staffing at that school so that's why there are seven at quincy high which has a larger footprint and five at north quincy high so we're very happy to have that additional safety
0: measure uh, for our students and families moving forward yes uh, it's important to note that all the schools are locked during the day correct absolutely yeah.
1: all the all the schools are locked they all have safety protocols mm-hmm. those protocols are reviewed every year obviously they were reviewed uh, this week and last week at new teacher orientation Um, And it's essential that everyone works together to make sure all the doors are locked, no doors are um, left open or pegged open um and that um you know everything including windows uh, are secured at night as well right
0: yeah we don't have to talk anymore about uh, school security because we know what's going on in the world and i know yes. it's at the forefront of uh, everybody in the school system's mind as well as uh, the administration and the mayor's office as well sure
1: and in addition the mayor has uh, a funded uh, security assessment as well that mm. will be happening within the next few weeks to do a full security assessment of the entire um every building within the school department um so that will cover safety protocols being followed as
0: well as um software and hardware relative to security as well Segwaying into software mm-hmm. uh, there is an information technology staff at the Quincy Public Schools yes, yes we
1: have um happy to say again with the support of the mayor and the school committee we we're able to hire three additional information technology staff members as well as a webmaster Hmm. um all of those positions will be designed to assist students and families with regard to their technology needs but also just as important is uh, the communication going out yep. to families and making sure families um, are receiving all the communications that the uh that they, they need to receive and that the district is producing so we're excited to have the three it techs on as well as our new webmaster who will be starting next week to help us uh, essentially make sure that all of our web pages are up to date, that there's new content on there, that the content is interesting mm-hmm. and easily accessible by our students and families.
0: And parents and guardians can sign up also for an alert system, is that right? Uh, yes, right. they can, yeah. yes,
1: and, that, and we'll uh, make sure that, uh, that that is done through our Information Technology Department. Okay. If they have any questions about that, they can contact their principal okay. and we'll make sure that they get set up through our Aspen and Student Information System and any other alerts, student messenger alerts that they may need. That'll be particularly important during uh, winter weather mm-hmm. uh when <laughs> we may have to hopefully not this year but right. we may have to cancel <laughs> from time to time due to inclement weather sure
0: absolutely um let's talk a little bit about some shifting that's been happening in, in personnel mm-hmm. particularly the principalships, mm-hmm. uh yes. starting with the high schools it's, it's, it's a big yes change. Yeah. so
1: we had a number of changes this year and I know you know obviously students and families uh, were made aware of that in June mm. and then we sent out a new communication again Uh, just prior to the return to school Uh, so we have principal Ford who was the former principal at North Quincy High School shifting over to take on the additional challenge of managing a school with a CVTE um, program um, for For folks uh, who don't know uh, so the Center for Technical Education Um, so that's all of our vocational um, uh, curriculum Mm -hmm. uh, departments And so Mr. Ford was excited about that. He's over there now managing Quincy High. And we uh, promoted uh, Mr. Dan Gilbert, the former principal of Broadmeadows Middle School, to become the new North Quincy High principal. Right. Yeah. So both are very excited. And we're very excited to have them on board to help Help us manage those schools and make sure that they're doing the very best for students and families.
0: Yeah, that really triggered kind of a domino (laughs) effect down the line. It did, and there's a
1: whole um, list of changes after that. So, principal of Snug Harbor Community School, Michael Morani, became the principal of Broad Meadows Middle School assistant uh, principal scott profetio then took his position <laughs> at the snug harbor community school uh, courtney mitchell who was the principal of the marymount elementary school became the principal of southwest middle school Sushay sue Shea connor former vice principal of central middle school became the principal of marymount <laughs> elementary school um, we had uh, janet loftus who was the principal of Beachwood No. elementary school become the principal of the lincoln hancock community school uh, we had her assistant principal, uh, Marisa Forrester, um, become the principal of Beechwood No. Elementary
0: School. Do you have like a flow chart So we do.
1: <laughs> we included it as in our letter, uh, yeah. so hopefully um, that's easily accessible and reviewable by our students and families. So it. You is, passed
0: the test, by the way, with uh, flying colors.
1: I think <laughs> I captured everybody. So, uh, and of course, we have the addition of some new administrators as well. Uh, Former principal Larry tagliari is now the director of academic programs. Right. Yeah and we have uh kim conley who is now our new uh, director of uh, equity diversity inclusion as well
0: yeah can we talk a little bit about more about kim and, and, sure. and her role yes. in the schools i know that's a brand new position right
1: brand new position yeah. and um, it's a position that really touches every part of the school system from hiring to curriculum mm um to um, just general student needs and so Kim has extensive experience in dealing with equity diversity inclusion uh, in her role um, as an administrator in the Boston public schools right. yep. and so we're very excited to have Kim on board to help us with all of our EDI initiatives uh, an important part of that is communication to students and families with regard to these initiatives yep. and um, with regard to you know addressing. Uh, edi issues within the district
0: sure i wanted to running out of time unfortunately but i want to talk a bit about curriculum because Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that's aaron's role and it's there are some new programs i know you want to talk about Um, yeah yeah.
2: yes absolutely we have uh, a couple new programs in the elementary school we have um, in mathematics last year our grades three to five teachers uh, started the program illustrative math we're now expanding that um, to the the k to five and so that is it's a great hands-on math program it incorporates strategies that we really focused on actually before COVID with Mm. the idea of guided math centers um, hands-on perseverance through problems and students finding multiple ways of solving mathematical um, problems and equations so we're really excited about that it it definitely utilizes a lot of technology Mm. um, and we'll certainly be having like parent information sessions as we get the program up and running um, throughout the whole elementary school um, now that it's rolling out to all of the grades okay. so uh, because it is it's definitely different and i know that that's an area that we hear a lot from parents is math is no longer taught maybe the exact same way that it was taught when they were children. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) so so that is something that I know our families are always interested in and certainly something that we will do this year as well as we roll out the new curriculum. We also have um, a new ELA curriculum that I have to thank Bridget Vaughn for, who was our coordinator of English language literacy. Okay. Um, And she is, um, she worked with the Department of Education on a grant called the GLEAM grant. And so a lot of the funding for the new curriculum is actually coming from um, the Department of Education, Hmm. thanks to her work. Uh, principals piloted multiple, uh, schools piloted and teachers piloted multiple programs last year. They worked with consultants from the Hill for Literacy. Um, the principals also worked, there was a group of principals that also worked on um, this grant as well. And through all that work, they decided on the program called CKLA, which we're really excited about because one of it's, it's based on scientific principles of reading. Um, and it really focuses on those early reading skills, mm-hmm. uh, like phonics and phonemic awareness which are so crucial to reading development in our elementary school students Um, and so we're really excited about that and so that will be rolling out um, those materials should be arriving mid-year around january so we'll be rolling that out in january Okay. and the teachers are really excited about it so
0: do you think this is gonna i'm sure you're concerned about uh, the the lack of learning that's taken Mm -hmm. place over the past couple of years and, and and the direction that you need to go now to kind of catch Mm -hmm. up if you will
2: I I do I think that you know um, some of these new programs are really great and I also think that you know some of the other things that our staff have been doing like we now have a dyslexia screener um, that we administer starting in kindergarten so that's new for us you know we always we had the dibbles but now we have that piece you know um, so we can capture students early you know and and they give it we give it every year um, and so that's that's really excellent so you know those kinds of um, you know, proactive strategies. I think really uh, focusing on the phonemic awareness, phonological awareness, and phonics development, those foundational, core foundational skills in the early elementary grades, which this program does. Um, And our old program was not as strong in those areas. So I think that all of those things are proactive to hopefully prevent, you know, future reading problems. Um, And the same thing with the math program. You know, Mm -hmm. it's very hands-on. Students really explore multiple strategies for learning you know and encouraging the idea of math talk to have actual conversations with other students and teachers you know about problems and questions in math Um, and so I think that all of those things are, are proactive strategies that will hopefully you know combat some of the learning loss that occurred during the COVID years
0: very good I know that's a concern of parents and um, and educators alike for sure we just don't have a couple of minutes left Kevin but uh, in in 2027 you hope to have a brand new squantum elementary school yes
1: we hope to have a brand new squantum elementary school in 2027 we hope to have a brand new learning center for uh, serving our Uh, students with autism and that is the uh, Richard de Cristofaro Learning Center which we hope to have open two years from around uh, this September so that would be September of 2024. Okay so we have two very exciting projects underway and we're looking forward to them being completed as quickly as possible to obviously serve our students and families.
0: Yeah, and there's I know there's a, a whole public uh, process that we'll go through for yes, both of those. Yes, particularly
1: projects. with regard to, to the Asquiana uh, Elementary yep. School, we're in the process now of um seeking um a um program manager. Um for the um, actual uh, building of the elementary sc- uh, squandham elementary school yep. so that will take some several steps to um, move forward and that person will be responsible for that
0: well it's over 100 years old so i guess it's time <laughs> yes
1: absolutely <laughs> yes it's time for a replacement
0: yeah uh no school on election day november 8th we should mm-hmm. remind folks yes. uh, early release days are on wednesdays again right. this year Correct, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and have a very uh, successful and productive school year thank you oh, both thank, thank, thank you, you thanks thanks so, much, so much joe thank you very thank much you. pleasure